Hey guys, what's up? It's Dribble. I just wanted to take a second and thank our sponsor, Dobby, for sponsoring us and giving us the opportunity to be sponsored. Um, there will be a link in the description of the video. Feel free to go to that link, check out their stuff, their, their gear, their subs, and all that fun stuff. Go check it out. Um, use the promo code Kodak Rage. It'll be in the it'll be in the description as well. Um, it helps us out a lot, and it helps us get our name out there. So thank you guys so much. Thank you, Dobby. Enjoy the video. Welcome back, everybody, to another installment of Off the Gridiron with Cheese and Darth. Here we bring you the latest sports stories, news, updates, and events. My name is Darth. To my right of me is my good buddy Cheese. Cheese, how you doing? What up, everybody? Man, we uh, we had a very eventful weekend this past weekend with college football, with NFL football. We've got MLB playoffs going on. Um it, it's been a fun time, man. It's been a real fun time. Uh, how was your weekend with the this, all the sports going on in your what, life? I, 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 don't, <laughs> I don't know what to say about it. This is, this week's been crazy. Starting Thursday. Yeah. Thursday's fucking suck. Well, it started Thursday, but it was a very slow start Thursday. Slow? <laughs> it was the whole four-hour game. I mean, if you like... Uh, I was, dude. If you like football... Um, and when I say football, I mean the old European football where all you do is kick the ball. It was a game for you. <laughs> but if you like American football, you were, you were what she said, bored. Oh, um, dude, I was, fuck, it was boring. It probably should have been the London game this week. <laughs> it should have been. But then again, my God, the London game was more interesting. The, than... the London games have been nice this year. We have actually given the, the, the Brits something to watch this year instead of throwing on the Jags and getting beat every single time, you know. Well, they won a couple of times. Oh, uh, they won a couple of times, but, you know, it, it's it wasn't what but they it wanted was to the Jags, It wasn't a good so. game. Yeah, but it was always the Jags. That was the problem. Jags and Dolphins. But you have, like, a 1919 team built, mm -hmm. like the Green Bay Packers going to London. You know, you yes. saw, like you were calling it last week, is that there was a lot of Green Bay Packer fans. Yeah, a lot of Green Bay and a lot of New York fans. I mean, honestly, two of the Blue Bloods in the NFL. And then uh, they had a chant. That chant was yeah, awesome. Yeah, that chant was pretty you know, cool. What was it? Uh, Shove the cheese up your ass. Yeah. Some shit like that. Yeah. It's really good. Good chance. It, it was uh, one of those things that you would see at a, a soccer club game with the people chanting and going on. It's it's cool experience to see you know, things like that. Nice to see the cultures uh, blend together. I'm glad. Um, but yeah, Thursday was definitely slow. Uh, if you want to go ahead and talk about it, we can get into it. Uh, Denver versus Indianapolis. What can I say? But Seattle is absolutely just... Uh, won the trade with Russell Wilson. Uh, I'm with you on that from last week's episode. Yeah, they it, won. It, it's just, it's, there's, both way, there's both ways you can really look at it, too. Is mm -hmm. that if Wilson stayed, would he act the same? Or would he throw his normal, you know, seven touchdowns yeah. within the first five games? Yeah. But there's another way to look at it is that did Pete Carroll just let him go at right at the right moment that his peak is over? Well, I mean, you could do all those what ifs and everything, but just looking at the pure basic facts, you know, Russell stats. Wilson, his stats have declined, uh, more interceptions, less touchdowns. Uh, you've got teammates that aren't 
you know, trusting the process with him because he's not picked up where he should be uh, at this point in his career where he's a veteran. He's got still arm talent, I would believe. Um, You would think that he still has, you know, you would think he didn't lose all of his gameplay experience, you know, going from Seattle to Denver. But when I say they've won the trade, I, I just showed you earlier, right now with where Seattle is and where Denver is, Seattle's got the 10th and the 11th pick. Mm-hmm. After that trade, where they got the first overall pick from Denver, or well, first overall round pick. Well, hopefully their pick, where their the whole season just funks for them, we can actually make a really good good grab out of it. Yeah, but then saving those picks from last year, we had a lot of picks first round and second round. Yeah, we had a lot of fucking picks, and we didn't pick a quarterback at all. And he trusted Gino. He trusted Gino so much that now he is having almost the same numbers as Russell Wilson. Right now in the NFL, Gino Smith has the highest passer rating. It's crazy. Out of all the quarterbacks. It's crazy. Higher than Josh Allen, higher than Patrick Mahomes, Josh Herbert, and it's Tom all, Brady. And it's funny, it's all about game management. It really is. You see a lot more game management. They've Like we talked about last week, they seem to have trusted him and opened up the offense a little bit more. Uh, let him throw downfield some, and you saw that even in this uh, game this past weekend against the Saints. Yep, and he went, they did it quite a bit, but no picks again. Yep, like three games in a row with no picks. That's crazy for mm-hmm. Geno Smith. I'm so used to having Geno Smith, but like, and you know, you would look at it and be like, if that defense would you know stop somebody, they would have had a oh my god massive yeah. game. Yes, that's, that's the problem right now. It's like we thought our offense was going to be the shittiest. Shit, he is. But now our defense is starting to look what everybody's expected the offense to be. Yep. Yeah, it, it, they need to work on their defense. And they, then even after uh, losing Penny, you still had a pretty good game by the walking, rookie, man. Fucking Walker with that nice run. It's like every time a new running back comes in. And, I, and, I, and That's another thing I'm scared of, too, now. There's three seasons with Penny. Every one of them has been injured. Yep. He's probably going to be let go. Pete Carroll don't keep much of a person like that. I mean, he's out for the season again. So, I mean, yeah. it's not one of those things. Where... And we just grab a new running back. If this guy can here can stay healthy the whole season and still put up numbers, Penny will be gone. And it sucks for Penny because he was having a good year, too. Oh, yeah, he was having a great year. So, I mean, here's, here's something I do want to say. Man, it is nice seeing you react this way with your team because, one, last year you weren't very happy about them. At this point in the season, and two, you were pretty down on them coming out of the offseason. Oh my god, dude, because all the shit that happened, it's like, who's going to be our quarterback? And then finding out that it's Geno Smith or fucking Drew Locke, the worst but, two picks in my eyes. But you're seeing some exciting games out of them and some good play out of them, so that kind of sees some excitement in the year. I really have to put more, really, not even just the Geno Smith and everybody else, it's morally just Pete Carroll and the offense coordinator. Mm-hmm. Those two right there are managing the offense enough for Geno Smith. And that's what I say. Out of any games that I've seen, Seattle is one of the games that I see most of that is game management, not just throw your best player. Mm-hmm. He wasn't throwing to every. He wasn't throwing just to one person every time. He was throwing yeah. to everybody. Yeah, Lockett, DK all had receptions. Disley, yeah, uh... Disley, and then you saw Walker with a couple of catches yep. and Penny. It's just like he was opening up, and then he ran too when he has to. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, it's great. It's great. He's doing really good at what he's supposed to do, and it's sad to look at. You know, this is what we got. Is he better than Wilson already? 
to me, we'll see. So far, they've won the trade. So far, the way you look at it, the way stats are, the way uh, they've got that first overall pick, or their first round pick from Denver, and it's tied up with their pick as well. I mean, you guys end up doing good, and Denver stays on that downslope. I mean, they've still got Kansas City to play. Mm-hmm. They've got Chargers this week, which I think the Chargers will end up beating them this week. If I'll just go ahead and spoil on that. But I we'll mean, see, we'll see. We'll honestly see because now you can't expect anything. You really can't. Ah, it's some things I can right now. Well, it's just Denver does not look like a team that. Oh, want... Denver. Oh, I thought you were talking about Seattle. My bad. My bad. I, th- we're st- I thought we are still talking about Seattle. Well, I was talking about... Now you're talking about Denver. Denver going. Yeah. I mean, I was talking, you know, with them losing, you know, through the season, they're just going to get a better pick. Yeah. So, I mean, Denver's going to be a team that you have to watch because of that pick, and you might even, if you do good, still get a good draft pick out of it. It's like we talked about the Eagles with them having the Saints pick. Yep. You know, Eagles are the only undefeated team, but they still have a top 10 pick. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... You can have a really good season this year and still have a good pick and just add to your team. And with how quarterback heavy it's going to be, I'm going to say this, buddy. You might want to get Hendon Hooker. We might get a quarterback this one. I think that's why I say that since they didn't grab one last year at all, no intentions of grabbing one, even fucking getting one for off a free agency, wasting money. They just used their pick that they got from Denver and used their backup they already had. You may want to just think about getting in a nook, or you may want to message Pete Carroll to start watching them Tennessee tapes. <laughs> <laughs> get Hooker. Hooker will be a good fit. I honestly think he would be. Just, it's, it's. I don't know, man. We will pick a quarterback. It's just so tough now. It, I, remember, I remember the last time we picked a quarterback, and that was with Russell Wilson. And Imagine going from a Wisconsin quarterback to a Tennessee quarterback. That'd be, that'd be weird. <laughs> I'm a Wisconsin man. I live in Tennessee, and all this shit happened. I'll be like, "What the fuck is going on with my life?" Yeah, Seattle. Hey, you get a Tennessee quarterback. That'd be awesome. I don't have to cheer for your Tennessee quarterback. I have to cheer for your Seattle Seahawks. Exactly. I don't know if I want that to happen now. <laughs> you better get used to it. Hopefully, it makes it though. That's Hooker. That's you got past a lot of things to get into even a name. Mm-hmm. So see how they do as a combine. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to just see how they do. Um. Because he is going to join the combine this year, is what I'm saying. Oh, definitely. I mean, especially if he has a good season. I mean, he's a Heisman candidate right now, which is crazy. He is a Heisman candidate. Yeah. So if he wins it, he's guaranteed already and in it. Because when you have a Heisman, that's almost that is you're like fifty five percent of what you have to do. I mean, yeah. You know, like at that point, you really don't have to. I mean, go... you could do a pro day. You can do a combine, but you don't have to. Yeah, because you already got your tapes, and then you got your Heisman trophy. Yeah, that that right there proves enough. I would say uh, he'll probably end up doing the combine though. Mm-hmm. They'll end up having a lot of quarterbacks this year, and they'll want to measure everybody's stats. So you'll end up seeing Bryce Young, uh, Caleb Stroud, C.J. Williams all going combine. Put Hand and Hooker. Want to go to the combine this year? That would be awesome. We need to go to the combine this year. We need to go to the combine for sure because that'd be a really good place to just look at everything. Get our uh, press credentials and everything. Go over there and do that. Dude, I wish. I've been looking this shit we up. We need to do that. It costs money to get a fucking pass. Like, yeah. I wish we could do that. <laughs> only the fans can help us out. Yeah, only the fans hit up the merch uh, shop that we got. Yeah. Hit it up. Yeah, definitely. Help us go to Indy. <laughs> help us go Dark to the combine. Go to Indy. We'll make a, a whole segment of that. But, um... 
but uh, we're going to be talking about what happened this week. This yep. week happened. It was crazy. So you had the Thursday night game, of course. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sitting here like I'm expecting you to move shit, but I'm the one that has to move. Where's my... There it is. It's right there. Um, change that fucking mic. Well, we talked about the Seattle uh, Saints game a little bit. The Saints did end up winning that game, thirty-nine to thirty-two. You had uh, Taysom Hill went off in that game. He had four total touchdowns. He was a quarterback. He was a running back. He was a wide receiver. He was a returner. He was a tight end. Uh, he was everything but the head coach. Yeah, he had every like. It, it's it's weird, man. And, you know, that was just kind of like the the thing that you guys just couldn't really stop. And I don't know why the Saints don't use him more. Taysom Hill? Yeah, yeah, Taysom Hill's everywhere. He's everything. He's everything. Oh, he really is. I don't know why they don't use him. Because why, they all, Why they got Dalton and Jameis Winston playing? Because he can be a really good starter. Honestly, if you put a ball in his hands, he can do anything with it. He just wins. Just game. He he's a type of player you have to game manage. That's yeah. the problem. Do you think the hey, uh, offense coordinator can handle that? Or just know that, hey, um, you got Kamara and uh, you got uh, Thomas. Well, Kamara's been out. Yeah, he's so out. They've been using Ingram and... Uh, it is nice seeing uh, Ingram in, the, in it, that uniform again. Yeah, it is kind of nice. It's not the same Ingram, but it is kind of nice. Yeah, it's, it's nice. Uh, but we, uh, we won't go too much into that. We kind of talked about that a little bit already. Uh, Packers giants. We won't talk too much on that. Giants did win 27, 22, uh, against the Packers in London. Uh, Saquon Barkley had a real nice game. Uh, it was used uh, a lot through the run game and the passing game. Uh, Roger, bro. But the defense kept tipping those balls, and that last hit yeah. at the end helped a lot. Like you, you saw a completely different fucking Giants and, team that day, and it's a completely different Packers team. I mean, they're not completing passes the way that you know you've seen him complete passes. He doesn't have a target that he's really been able to lean on. Uh, you see some signs of Lazard being the guy he wants to lean on, but that's what I call poor game management from Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's. Max a little bit this year, not having as many weapons as what he's used to having. Sometimes you gotta get to that point. Some players are. Mm-hmm. You have to make game manage. You really have to. Um, yeah, I mean you really do. Uh, but going into the next game, uh, Steelers at the Buffalo Bills. The Bills just wrecked shop on them in the first half and sent their second string out in the second half. Yes, they did. Because, uh, <laughs> my God, Josh Allen, dude, four touchdown passes. Yeah, Allen. 424 yards. He went off uh, opening uh, touchdown pass was a 98-yarder to uh, Davis. Davis, if you had him in fantasy, he went off as well. Three receptions, 171 yards, two touchdowns. That's like uh, Randy Moss uh, numbers right there. <laughs> Thanksgiving yeah. Day. Yeah, the, the sad part is only three receptions. Yeah, three receptions. Yeah. Three receptions over 150 yards and have two touchdowns. Yeah. Two of them were guaranteed touchdowns. Almost 60 yards per reception. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> His average that day was fucking insane. Yeah, that is the. Uh insane average uh but the bills they like i said they just wrecked shop on uh pittsburgh um then you go into the chargers at browns that was uh, a this was game. a really good game yeah this was a close game i thought really browns were gonna come back and win it but hey that defense hold up yeah the chargers defense held up um was able to get the three points in the fourth quarter uh, browns came out strong though uh playing really hard against the chargers but mike williams stepping up where keenan allen isn't 
with 10 receptions, 134 yards. Yeah, everybody, um, he's yeah, just I'm, mad because of Keenan Allen is on his fantasy right second now. second overall pick, and he's only played one game. Not even the whole game. <laughs> um, But Eckler also had a big game with 16 carries, 173 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Chargers and Browns are kind of those teams right now that you don't really know who they are. They can win every game. They can lose every game, it seems like. That is true. Uh, Chargers uh, really letting me down right now is my Super Bowl hopeful pick. Uh, which, if you've seen my pick so far this year, you wouldn't be surprised with that. <laughs> yeah, yours is starting to look like mine last year. Yeah, mine's not looking uh, as good, but I'm just below you. Just below. Yeah, I still have two teams going. And what the saddest part is, one of them's definitely not doing it. And that is the Bengals. Fucking, what's up? What's up? What's yeah. up? Yeah, really? well, I mean, they've they've had a better showing these last few games than the first couple. They are, have not shown me a goddamn thing. Not from the same that they had last year and what they upgraded on. Not downgraded. And it seems like it's been a downgrade mm -hmm. on their offensive line. Mm. Uh, we'll just have to see. We're just in the week six right now. The Tiger got eight and up, man. That's all it is. So they're the Tiger Queens now? I don't know, man. They're just retired Kings. I don't know. Um, going into the next game, an NFC North matchup. The Bears went to the Vikings. The Vikings won that game 29-22. to uh, Vikings sneak away with the win that they should have absolutely blown the Bears away, but Bears may be better than what I think they are. Justin Jefferson had a good game. Uh, 12 receptions, 154 yards. Yeah, Jefferson had went off in that game. Cousins looked okay, not great. Uh, kind of managed as best as he could in that game. Uh, but Alvin Cook had a good game, 18 carries, 94 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, so carried the way for them there. Uh, not really much I can really say about this game. Uh, it just Vikings, Vikings should have blew them out. Look where they're at right now. Yeah, the Bight, yeah. one now. They yeah, should have they should have blown them out. But this game here, we have to talk about because this one shocked the fuck out of both of us. Yes, and, and this shows how good of one person is that can handle a whole team. And yes. that is this Patriots versus Lions game. Patriots twenty nine zero. I mean, they shut down the Lions with a backup quarterback. With the a backup. With the backup quarterback Zappa. Zappa. And I'm telling you guys, it's crazy oh, how I... that game went. And I'm sitting here facing fucking a guy this week that has a fucking two two Lions players on his team. I'm like, ha ha! I mean, the number one offense in the league puts zero points on a team that should have not really scored as much as what they did either. Yeah, well, 29 points. But then you gave Myers, the wide receiver from New England, he had seven receptions, 111 yards to one touchdown. And the rushing game in that, it was almost like last year when the Patriots, Bill Bill, Bill Belichick, de defeated the Bills by just running the fucking ball. Yeah. By just running the ball. He only did two completed passes. That was it. Yeah. The rest of it was run game. Belichick knows what he's doing. Dude, he's not been around as long as he has and won what he's won without that. That motherfucker deserves a head coach of the year already in my eyes. You think so? By just not even winning a lot of games or win or just losing a lot of games. But look how he did it, though. Mm -hmm. Just If he does another game just like this and just shut him down by doing something stupid with a backup quarterback, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I mean... Belichick is just being there. I like it. But then you gotta look at it. Is that just the Lions being the Lions? No. Is no. that just the Lions being after, the Lions? After four games in a row, 
and they lost one. Well, they lost two, and they won one. One lost three, and they won one. And then, but how many points did they score? I mean, they were doing good. They were they playing with teams. I mean, the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles only beat them 38-35. Yep, it was close. And the Patriots come out of nowhere as a uh, record of 1-3 and three before the game. Yeah. And uh, say, hey, we're going to shut you out. Yep. Like, that's fucked up. That just blows my mind. Good it, job, Bill Check. I I I hated you for so many years. Uh, but you're you just proven how great you are. It's almost well, like fucking Alabama's head coach. You can't really be mad. I mean, you can't, but, you know, you want to give him the Coach of the Year award. I think there's another guy right now who's uh, vying for that position. Oh, the Jets. And uh, that's, uh, yeah, that's the Jets coach, Robert Saleh, uh, coming against the Dolphins, who had looked really good. I know Tua was out. That's uh, the main factor. That that proven enough right there to show you. Yeah, but, I mean, the Jets put 40 up on the Dolphins. A lot of defense play. And I have to give that to fucking the head coach because guess where he came from? San Francisco. Mm -hmm. Guess what he played? A defense coordinator. Yeah. Like, it's just... I mean, Brees Hall had a heck of a game. Two receptions, 100 yards. He ran the ball really well. Uh, Zach Wilson managed the game. 14 for 21, 210 yards. Nothing spectacular. But, said they just... Offense, defense, it was just kind of a complete game. Uh but yeah, they look good for a young team right now. Three and two, uh already Dude. in this season with a winning record. They look insane. Um, I mean, that was a team that was perennially in our bottom three in our power rankings last year. And yeah. now look at them. Yeah, and I'm sitting here waiting for our power rankings to start soon. I'm just like, Yep, they're not gonna be there. Yeah. Because they're just getting they're they're proving a lot of worth right now. And I'm saying if my CL doesn't go, that's fine. But go Jets. I mean, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Yes, just Jets. <laughs> uh, this next game was the Buccaneers versus Falcons. Uh, Buccaneers won 21-15. I don't want to talk much about this fucking game because I'm so pissed off at referees about this roughing the passer bullshit. I'm yeah. sick of this shit. I am sick of it. You saw what happened Monday night against Patrick Mahomes, mm -hmm. and you saw he was getting hit a lot. And then mm -hmm. swing down the exact same way. Um, Tom Brady got sacked, and they called it roughing the passer on Tom Brady, but not mm -hmm. on Patrick Mahomes. But they did on Carr. But they did on Carr. Yeah, it's like, and Carr wasn't even as bad as what the Mahomes one was. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. His was just swing down. He fell. Yeah, like yeah, Mahomes got swinged. Yeah, and Tom Brady, you know, got swinged too. But like. There's no, there's no fucking reason for this rough in the passer, and I agree with, um, fucking a, Drew Brees. He said this on his Twitter, that I agree with him on. It's just, it's, it's, it makes sense. Let us challenge these roughing, uh, roughing the passer, or not roughing the passer, but yeah, roughing the passer. Let's challenge them, see if they're actually mm -hmm. that bad. There come should on. be a roughing the passer challenge, but I think that would have to come from upstairs. Let him be up from upstairs. I think the coach can do it. I think it would have to be from upstairs. I think you would have to have some sort of NFL official well, watching you... the game and calling that. Yeah, you gotta have to. Well, don't we already have that though? Well, it's yeah. I mean, they do have that for like targeting, but that's what I'm saying. Have him that for roughing the passer as well, so he can judge roughing the passer. Yeah. Um. That way you can see, you know, because, I mean, defensive guys have got to be able to tackle. They can't just not tackle people. 
And then on top of it, two of them of the of the passing if um pa uh rough and the passer they didn't look like it at all because the way they were using their weight. Yeah. Because you saw that uh, on uh I think it was car. Well, yeah, I think it was car. That you saw him use his other hand as a leverage of hitting on mm -hmm. down the ground. So he mm -hmm. didn't use his whole weight. That's when they stripped the ball. Yep. But come on, really? Yeah. I mean that's that's what it's coming down to, man. It, it's and especially then, after the two a concussion. Yeah, that's another fucking thing. You got me all jumped up for that. I forgot about this. This concussion bullshit is gonna be a problem with this year because the way the new protocol is. Mm -hmm. Within twenty four hours before fucking first, uh, Sunday night game started, you already had um um. If you have any symptoms at all, no matter what it is, yeah, you're, you're out for the rest of the game. If you even if you passed your fucking protocol, all uh, your symptom protocol, mm -hmm. guess what? You're still out for the rest of the game. Mm -hmm. You're going to start seeing people getting hurt. You're going to start seeing people getting swinged down just to have them out of the game. Mm -hmm. Or you're going to see people that are out of the game that aren't really hurt and that really hurts the teams. Exactly. Like, they're not that bad. Like, they would hurt them enough that you show you show them enough that you got hit on your head. Mm -hmm. That's enough proven right there. Like, fucking the wide receiver for Diggs. I mean, uh, uh, CB for Diggs uh, on mm -hmm. uh, Seattle, where he just grabbed that ball out of his hands and just swinged him on his fucking head. Mm -hmm. Enough right there. Well, you know, everyone's had their bell rung. <clears throat> you got to get the fuck up, though. Everyone's had their bell rung. That's played football. Um, And that's not to put it lightly, you know, the whole concussion thing, but, I mean, you've got to... You've got those people down there for a reason. You just have to make sure that they're not being influenced in a way that will make them say, hey, this guy's good, put him in the game when you know he's not. You have to have credible people who have the health and safety of the player in mind because that's their job, not, well, how many plays can he play to get us some touchdowns before we have to take him out? You know, that's that's not the way it's supposed to be. And so... You have to find people who hold other people accountable and credible and uh, to where they're not allowing people to go back in. Because that's the thing. The guy let Tua go back in. We all saw it. You saw it. I saw it. Oh, Tua yeah. should have never went into that game. Yeah, and he shouldn't have went into that game. He shouldn't have even finished the last, his last game. Yeah. They finished the last game, and he was stumbling like a motherfucker. And... Uh, you know, especially though that he had those symptoms and coming off of not a long week in between, it was a short week because they had the Thursday game. You you got to do better. Got to do better. Yep. And that and I, I put a lot of blame on the head coach because mm -hmm. he should have known. He should have never act like a fucking meme from another teenage movie. Like seriously, dude. You he he's a fucking human. Mm -hmm. You're gonna injure him that bad for a game that's just a start of the game of start of the season. Yeah, like I get it if it's in the playoffs. I get it. I work your ass off on that because yeah. you're after this game. Guess what? You're taking another week, another week to the next game, or you're going on vacation. Yeah. So either yeah. way, but not what you have within fifth within week I can five. I understand that. I understand that. Like uh, that's how I am. You know, if it's yeah. the last game, of I can season, understand that, and that's what they would say too. You know. But, but I mean, this is get, not the last game of the season. Yeah. This is week five. <laughs> but, you know, guys have those contracts where, you know, they want so many passing touchdowns, passing yards. That's why you don't make contracts right? like mean, that. I feel like that's one, that's one problem is making these people get all that hype. But guess what? All this is a team. It's a team game. Yeah, but, I mean, it's, it's incentives, you know. Yeah, it's just, that's every sport. I can't, I really, wow. 
sound just like him. I gotta stay away from that. I'm just saying, like it's just <laughs> I gotta stay away from that. He's taking a week off from here. Fuck him. All right. So like <laughs> Um, it's just so bad. All right, so we know a guy that, you know, we fought with and he hates sports, but he only has one lot logic is money wise. That's the problem. But we're not gonna get in that discussion. The problem okay. is that okay. they they shouldn't be making contracts like that. They should be making contracts just to buy their likeness like likeness more because guess what? You can't be liked if you're not doing these insane catches. Yeah, passes, but, yards. But then you see these guys like Robert Griffith the third who has a really good year, really great rookie year. What happens? He hurts himself. What if he'd have had one of those big rookie contracts? He was one of the last uh, first ones to not have a big rookie contract. I mean, that's that's the thing, you know. Before you never know how things are going to be from year in year out. I just think that look you... at hey, look at how the Rams and the Bengals were last year. Now look at them. Look at Russell Wilson. Do you that think they should have done a lot of incentives into that contract or guaranteed money? Oh, dude, I'm sorry, but that contract made right before the season was stupid. To me, I that mean, was stupid. Incentivize it, and he's got to have so many touchdowns to get that 200. And he ain't getting those touchdowns, bro. It's week five. He only got oh, yeah. three. Well, there you go. Take those incentives and be like, hey, you didn't do a very good job there, bud. You ain't getting this money. You're supposed to do this. You didn't do this for us. We paid a lot of money to make sure you got over here. You're getting less than what you thought you was getting. It's true. I mean, you, you got to have incentives. Makes people do better. Um, but then the next game to talk about is the uh, Tennessee Titans at the Washington Commanders. Titans won this game 21-17. Uh, Derrick Henry just being Derrick Henry. For Derrick Henry game. had two touchdowns, 102 yards on a lot of carries, though. Yeah, 28, 26. Yeah, 28 carries. Um, Wentz looked like he had a better showing. No interceptions. Uh, two touchdowns, uh, 359 yards on 25-38 passing. Uh, the Commanders really showed a lot more than what they've shown these last few weeks uh, on offense. Um, but the Titans have also shown a little bit more than what they've shown on defense and offense as well. It's like they're kind of starting to uh, click and get everything back together again mm -hmm. in a way. So it's it'll be fun to see if the Titans are able to come out of the AFC South on that one uh, against the Jaguars. But I don't think they really have any other competition other than Indianapolis and, and Houston and those teams tied each other. So, <laughs> yeah. And then on top of it, like for talking about the Texans, you know, they face the Jaguars and we all had a lot of hype for the Jaguars. They, they have a few wins, good ones, a lot of tough games, but you're going against the Texans that hasn't even won a game has a, has a tie. May I yeah. remind you? And, um, Texans came on top 13, six. I mean, two interceptions for Trevor Lawrence. Like he did not do good. He did not do good. Um, Marvin Jones Jr. as wide receiver did pretty well. Seven receptions, 104 yards. Uh, but, yeah, they did not look good. Did not look very well put together. The Texans uh, came into that game a lot more prepared. Uh, but Damian Pierce right now, one of the top uh, rookies this year for the Texans. Uh, 25 carries, 99 yards, and a touchdown. Did pretty good. Was able – and you, you see that's what they're going to have to do. The Texans depend on him. Uh, you really don't want to see a team depending on a player that's a rookie so much, but it, it worked out for him in this game. Jacksonville's defense didn't look very good, and their offense definitely wasn't looking. So uh, Texas get their first win. Technically, right now they are third because they have the tie against uh, Indianapolis, which is 
fucking weird, man. It's fucking weird. <laughs> this season's weird already. Yeah, it's it's been crazy. So you got the 49ers face the Panthers, and uh, the 49ers beat them 37-15. Didn't just beat them, just spanked them. Oh, they spanked them. But then again, you know, the Patriots figure out what's wrong after, you know, the, the head coach decided to injure Baker Mayfield and uh, go oh, uh, one and four. With Baker Mayfield, um, he got fired. So yeah, that's... Matt Rule uh, gone now. Yeah, Matt Rule is gone. <laughs> you called it last week too. I know. So you said yeah. The big problem is Matt Rule, and guess what? He gets fired. Yep. If someone is listening to this, thank you very much. But stop listening to this motherfucker for just five fucking episodes, okay? <laughs> <laughs> just let me have it once, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've called a few things out. I just can't get my pickums right. Yeah, you just can't. I'm glad I'm winning this shit. Um, but so yeah, the just destroyed them though. Oh yeah, the fucking Garoppolo man. I don't. I have no words for Jimmy dude. G. I have. I'm no telling words. you. I'm telling you, bro. No words. I, have I not been correct on a lot of this other shit? I think what really gave him the boost was when they they drafted Trey Lance. Dude, I'm telling you. Telling you, Garoppolo's better than what everyone says. They just don't want to like him for some reason. I don't know why. Because he's an asshole. Fuck him. I don't like him. Because he's, like he's for the 49ers. That's the only reason. I never liked him when he played for fucking the, Pan uh, the Patriots. He didn't do anything. He sat on the bench for Tom. Yeah, he had to sit there and look pretty. And guess what he was doing? Dating a porn star. Well, you know, some people got it. Some people don't. I would. He's just one of those. Oh like, yeah. Speaking lucky. speaking of that, speaking of that, um, what's one thing I forgot to mention during the Bucks Bucks game is that uh, Tom oh, Brady's oh, actually oh, okay. Yeah. So Tom Brady's you know little problem with Gazelle, and you hear all this everywhere. It's true. They are getting divorced. They're getting their lawyers. Yeah. And um, I'm just waiting for something to pop up again for AB. I'm waiting for something to pop up. I'm talking about seeing AB and Gazelle together somewhere. He did. He did send another tweet out. Did he really? Yeah. I didn't see the tweet. What was the tweet? It was a children's book cover. <laughs> no, he didn't. No. You want to know the name of the book? What? It's a book to help kids go through a a, a process in their life. Oh no! It says, "Daddy's not home." Yeah, yeah. I don't know if there's something that he's just trying to like push it out there that he did or that he wants to or uh, uh, to happen. I could see uh, AB trying something. I mean, it's Giselle. Yeah, but man, like that's fucked up. It's it's fucked up, but it's AB. It is AB. It's AB, but and that's Tom Brady's fault too. You know, I'm sorry, but then again, like. You're bringing a guy to your house to stay. Not just some random guy now. Like, he's, you know, at his peak physical condition. He's a wide receiver. He's got diva swag, I guess you would say. Whatever. You know, that's how wide receivers are. And he's a young guy. He's younger. Younger than Tom. You know. I don't know. Your lot of shit happened. 
Oh, know? dude, it, just, it makes sense. I'm sorry. It makes sense. I even thought about it when he said that he was bringing AB to the house. I'm sitting here like, and he's not playing for two weeks? Um, Yeah, I know what he's doing now. Oh, he's he's, he's, he's staying in shape. He's staying in shape. <laughs> and someone's helping him stay in shape. And that is Get a personal trainer. In. Yeah, it's a personal trainer called Gonzalez Pussy. All right? Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what it is. I'm sorry. Um, but it, it just makes sense. But going yeah. back to the game here, since now we're getting into your game, is the uh, Cowboys face the uh, L.A. Rams, yeah. which is what a fucking great game. Just tell us that, how excited you were. Dude, it was a good game. Uh, Cooper Rush is still undefeated, <laughs> uh, which is going to end up causing a little bit of controversy. Evidently, he's uh, taking the starter reps right now for the preparation for the Philadelphia game coming up this weekend. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, Cowboys defense just were on point. They've been on point all season. The only team uh, in the NFL not to allow more than one touchdown per game. Uh, Micah Parsons come back big with two sacks. Uh, the game ceiling uh, strip sack at the end of the game uh, against Stafford after he already had a groin injury. He had to come out of the game for a minute. Uh, and it was funny, at the end of the game, he said, I told the coach, hey, I can't run very well, but I can rush. <laughs> and that's what he did. He rushed that in and got to Stafford, uh, making him fumble the ball. Cooper Cup had a really good game, though, for the Rams. Some uh, receptions, 125 yards, one touchdown. Yeah, My motherfucking the, fancy boy. The only touchdown. Uh, he, uh, he had a good game, had a really good uh, reception on that, but Tony Pollard showing why he should be the number one running back for Dallas. You guys are having a big flip-flop. I, I know it's for the past two years. And you, last year, you had a big controversy with fucking, I don't know if I'm saying that word right, but a big you know problem with Pollard and Zeke of who's going to be the starter, who was better, and we all picked the backup. Mm -hmm. So now this year, you have Dak Prescott on the same pedestal right there. On the same problem with Cooper Rush, and everybody's now choosing Cooper Rush, the backup, to be more of a pro more of a better success in their games than than Dak. And you know, you know, you know, Dak's you know stats for the past you know two games he played, and then going into you know comparing them to you know Kirk Cousins's you know primetime games, they seem pretty familiar. Yeah. I, You guys should get rid of him. You guys should get rid of um, the two people you drafted the same year at the same time. You should really pull a Seattle. Um, well, you know, you've got to look at it this way right now. Um, and I, I said this same, same thing last week. Right now, it's the Cowboys are playing more conservative with their play calling with having Cooper Rush at quarterback. Because they don't want to make mistakes that ends up putting the ball in the other offense's hands. They need to call plays like that with Dak Prescott. Because if you look at it, Dak Prescott is a better athlete than Cooper Rush. And so they want to try and do certain things with that athleticism. But it takes away from what the Cowboys are really good at. Which is they have one of the best offensive lines for the past, God, seven years. Seven, eight years with, you know, Martin and Smith. And uh, they had Frederick at one point in time. They got the new uh, tackle and Tyler Smith, uh, who looks really good out of Tulsa. Um, but that's what they need to do. They need to call more conservative play calling. It doesn't need to be all this run-gun fancy shit that Kellen Moore calls with Dak Prescott. I don't think Kellen Moore needs to be the offensive coordinator. You got a point there. Like, but in, like, like I was saying with Seattle, 
you guys are doing the same thing. You're game managing what you have now to get mm-hmm. to win games. Yeah. And so I feel like you will see Cooper Rush expand a little bit mm-hmm. to his deeper passes. I think you will, later, and you've seen will. you've seen glimpses of it with uh, Lamb and uh, Michael Gallup, which Michael Gallup, hell of a catch on the sideline. They had cheese over here was saying it wasn't a catch. I was like, nah, that's Gallup. He's got it. He's in. That guy's toe touched so many catches on the sideline, it's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> that's all he does. That's all he's good for. Three catches, they're all on the sideline or in the back of the end zone corner. <laughs> yeah, because he's really good at the toe touches. Like um, I'll admit. But go jo- good job, Dallas. Way to go, Dallas. So We're happy. in one right now. I didn't expect this after Dak went down. I thought I was going to be riding uh, your uh, pity my, bus. Oh, you're going to be riding my pity bus? No. I'm, I'm kinda, <laughs> it's so sad that, you know, your team is looking really good with a backup, and my team is really, looking really good with a backup. It's I know. so sad. It's, oh, my God. so fucked up. Yeah, we were sitting here worried about losing our quarterbacks. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm laughing at the trade. We killed. We took that fucking trade. <laughs> One person gave me four. Give me, what, six things, seven things? Yeah, I don't mind that. Give me that. Give me it all. Give me it all. Give me the ball over here. I, I wish I would ask for more at this point. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Eagles faced the Cardinals. You know, the Eagles won that 2017. That was a really close game, but the Cardinals could not finish it at the end. All they needed was they were close to get a field goal, but I think they missed that. Yeah, um, honestly, to me, it wasn't a great game by either team. Uh, Hertz had to run the ball a lot more than what he probably wanted to with 15 carries. I mean, come on. You don't want your quarterback running that often. Not even Lamar Jackson runs that often. Um, they thought they can get around that with the Cardinals. They thought they could. Uh, they're going to end up not being able to do that against the Cowboys, I believe. Uh, but the Cardinals, they, you know, they're 0-3 at home right now this year. Their only wins have been away. Uh, so not really a, a team that you can look at as being a, a good playoff team or Super Bowl team contender uh, if you can't win at home. And Kyler Murray, I, I think that's another wasted quarterback position right there. I think he's more of a wasted quarterback than what Dak is, what Geno is. Really? Yeah. Well, I don't think Kyler Murray's all that good. I will give you that because he last year he had every weapon. This year he doesn't have his weapons. He's just playing with just you know backups for the moment until mm-hmm. A.J. Green gets better and then uh, Hopkins comes out mm-hmm. out of fucking injury. It's just, we'll see how it is when he gets those weapons. Well, I mean, he's got Hollywood Brown. Yeah, but the Ravens also had Hollywood Brown, and you saw how that was. Yeah, Jackson was doing really well with he it. He only threw... That's like... when Jackson got the MVP was when he had Hollywood Brown. Yeah, but he threw deep passes once in a great while after he runs a lot, and that's when you're going to start seeing, you know, Kyle Murray do, you know. I don't think uh, the Cardinals are that great of a team, to be honest. Oh, I agree with you. Fuck the, fuck the Cardinals. <laughs> You're looking at a Seattle fan, and it's just like, yeah, I hate the Cardinals. I agree with you, buddy. I'll buy a beer. <laughs> Come on. Uh, and then you got the uh, Sunday night game, the Bengals at the Ravens, which was a really, really good game, to be honest. Uh, they went back and forth in this one. Uh, Burrow had a good game, no interceptions with a touchdown, 217 yards. Mark Andrews came up big for Baltimore with eight receptions, 89 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, and then the Lamar Jackson was able to help the Ravens on that last uh, drive to get down to field goal position for Justin Tucker. Yeah, you see that You see that field goal, though, that Justin Tucker kicked, that uh, 60-something yard? I forget how long it was. 
But Evan McPherson, the kicker for the Bengals, was on the sideline, and he was just smiling at him like, yeah, you're the GOAT. You're the GOAT. <laughs> like, all right, you're awesome. That's crazy. That is crazy. So, it, it just talk cool about, interaction with kickers. Yeah. Well, you got to look at it, though. They really just had a kick, and you mm-hmm. see some guy out here making that far of a kick. Mm-hmm. Let's, yeah. I just wish the story, you know, wasn't here. He's one of the good kickers. He can kick really long. But fucking A, dude. Um, but yeah, I'll let Justin Tucker fucking win the game for him again. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. one on the books. I'm gonna yeah. count these bitches. <laughs> I'm gonna count, count Justin Tucker wins. Yeah, I'm gonna just kind of count t- Tucker wins because he was gonna win a lot of them. He won a lot. Well, of them he had last a lot year. of field goals in that game. He uh, had four of them. Yeah, exactly. I'm so happy. Fucking Lamar Jackson was just terrible. I just wish he threw like two more interceptions. Two interceptions would have made me win my fantasy this week. <laughs> Fuck I and I was on his ass. I, I was know. like, I was, I was like, dude, you have to hope he has a bad game. And he was having a bad game. There I know. For a I know. I was sitting here like, he's not even getting a touchdown right now. Are you serious? This is awesome. <laughs> this is like, this is going to be the time. I, I told you. I, I even told you. Anybody that faces me, with even with high scores, they would not break 200 with me. Yeah, well, you know. But he didn't break two hundred with me. No, he 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 had his last point game with me. That was no. that was. Ooh, I'm, I broke two hundred this time. I know you broke two forty-seven. Something like that. Yeah, you, you did a really good job. And then uh, you got the Monday game, which was very fucking interesting. Um, because of the whole penalty bullshit. A whole lot of things were interesting about this game. Uh, Raiders come out against the Chiefs uh, Monday night and lose that one, uh, twenty-nine to thirty. A lot of different things happened in that game that were crazy. One is the Raiders were the last team to score, and it was a touchdown. And the reason why the score is 29 to 30 is because they went for two instead of kicking the extra point. Yep. So Josh McDaniel, bonehead play of the year right there. With four minutes left in the game. Let me go ahead and say that with four minutes left in the game. So they had, honestly, a chance at another possession even. That yeah. if they tied the game, they could have kicked the field goal. That right there was distrust to the defense. It was a lot of distrust, but that or, was because the Raiders were coming out really hot in that first half. Also, you got to look at it, too, is Patrick Mahomes. That is a fear from what he did last week. <sighs> Mahomes has got ice in his veins. He really does. He's he's that good. Like, he, he is the best quarterback in the league. Yeah, you got to get more better weapons instead of just Kelsey, even though he can throw to Kelsey four fucking times for touchdowns. I mean, he's doing things that, yeah, you wouldn't expect to see another quarterback ever do with the team that he has. No, no, no. I, I agree with you. And, and that was, that's even like to the last Super Bowl that he was in two years ago when they were playing the Buccaneers and they lost that game. I mean, he was making passes that, he shouldn't have been able to make, and the guys just weren't able to catch him. Yeah, that was a problem. Even when he hit him right in the fucking helmet, Tyreek Hill. Yeah, right in the helmet while he's, you know, parallel to the ground. Exactly, <laughs> on a fucking, literally a 90-degree angle. A left-hand throw with his eyes closed, hitting a guy right in the hands, and he can't catch it. Exactly. <laughs> guy was in the accused fucking ankle and still fucking make it. Dude, it's just um, crazy how he does it. But then after the game, you know, Devontae Adams comes over to the Raiders, hoping to help the Raiders to oh go God. into the playoffs and make a good playoff run and a tough division and... You see the frustration on him, you know, in his body language as he's coming off the field. And as he's walking to the tunnel, there's a cameraman who runs in front of him and pushes him down hard. Yep. And uh, now he's got a misdemeanor assault charge on him. Yep. 
So he's going to be out for a game. So he's, yeah, there's going to be some uh, things going on with that. You know, and it was on camera. Everyone saw exactly what was happening. Oh, yeah, it's proof. How he pushed you. So, I mean, there's no denying anything. Exactly. He can just say, I was just mad. I was in the moment. He'll probably have to pay a fine or something. You know, I think it's not going to be anything big. But, yeah, he may have to miss a game or so. Well, there's one problem in Las Vegas. I mean, yeah, it's another Vegas incident, man. It's a smaller one, thank goodness, but it's another Vegas incident. Yeah, it's not like, you know, you know, 156, uh, 50, 156 you know, miles per hour problem. Yeah. But still a problem, though. That's still a problem. Yeah, it is. It's a... It's an issue right now, and I think uh, it, I don't think the culture of Vegas is a big thing. I think it's the Raider culture. I think it's ownership. I think it's you know something to do there. You know they've had this issue for a long time. I agree with you. I a agree. A long with you. time. So, I don't know. We'll uh, we'll just have to see how they decide to go forward with things. If they need to start keeping babysitters on people and start having anger management classes or something, you know. Yeah, but what's the point of football? That is your anger management. Well, I got honestly, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. The guy should have been like, nah, it's cool. I ran in front of him. He was mad. He lost the game. He shouldn't have pushed me down like that. He owes me a ticket or two to where I can sit down and enjoy a game without having to record it. But yeah. Yeah. And that's that's how I would be about it. You know, sign me a football, give me a jersey. We'll we'll squash it. So I can just sell that. Yeah. We'll squash it, you know. Don't have to worry about anything. I mean, give me, give me the jersey. I'll keep the jersey. Fuck that. I'll come to your game. Be a nice enough gesture for you to do that. Like I understand. I played sports. Exactly. Like I you know, get. There's it. times you're mad. There's times you don't want to, you know, show good sportsmanship. Oh yeah, you know, or just walk out, just like you know, you know the bad pistons did. He's trying to hurry up and get to the locker room so he can go back there and cuss and everything and even Devontae Adams said right after I did it I felt bad but you know it had already happened so I just went in the locker room I was already pissed but I mean that's the thing he wanted to go in there and probably trash something especially it being the Chiefs locker room he wanted to fucking trash something <laughs> um, so yeah that's uh, all of our games though man that's all of them and uh, if we go down to our pick'ems it's uh, a little bit of what we've seen before in the past you know well, i'm catching up ca well you're catching up i was just one game uh wrong uh, more wrong than what you were mm -hmm. uh you went four and three i went three and four combined with our uh records from what we've had previous weeks which were not good you have actually moved into a split even at 15 and 15 after a 30 game mark 500 I'm just under 500 at 14 and 16. Um, we both got the Buffalo-Pittsburgh game, the New York Jets-Miami game, and the Kansas City-Vegas game correct. We both got the Cincinnati-Baltimore game wrong, and the New York Giants-Green Bay game wrong, and the Denver-Indy game wrong. But we both end up splitting with Dallas, Los Angeles Rams. He got that one right. I got that one wrong. So that's where he gets the one win above me, where I get the one loss. So I told you I was going to get the one. Hey, you know, wrong. a win is a win. A loss is a loss. But sometimes a loss is a win. The reason why I lost was because I didn't pick the Cowboys, and I'm never going to pick the Cowboys. We'll find out. All right. 
So no, now... no, no. We will find out. <laughs> so uh, we we're, we're going to tell you guys the this week's of uh, week six lineup, mm-hmm. and uh, for our pickums, and uh, they're pretty interesting. What we picked. There's some good games. There's some snoozers. The Thursday game looks like it's going to be another snoozer, man. Especially not after last it. week. I'm not watching it. I'm so sick of Amazon Prime right now. And I'm just like, yeah. Yeah. I'm so sick of it. I think they did a bad thing going to Amazon Prime. And I think they also did a bad game thing by picking horrible teams to be on Thursday Night Football. Yeah, to me, I was like, if you're going to introduce a, you know, um, um, yeah. I, I if you, that was if they're gonna do a new program for Amazon Prime, they need to at least fucking get better games because having these bullshit games being bullshit than having last week being the boring game, you know, fourth quarter nine nine, all kicks, seeing everybody just going home, I don't even give a fuck. Thank God, that was the best feeling in my entire life. I know that was that was a. That was a really good feeling for you, I'm sure. Oh fuck the Denver Broncos. Um, you you really hate Denver because of all that, but I mean they, like we talked about, man, you come out ahead. Oh, uh, yeah, we're smarter. We're smarter here, you know. <laughs> They're smoking too much of that hash, hash. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Washington at Chicago does not look like it's going to be a great game. Uh, Washington's only got one win. Chicago's got two. Uh, played at Soldier Field uh, this. Thursday and I don't know, man. It's uh, it's you, not what I ex- I expect for football. Is well, you know, prime time game. I don't know what you're gonna pick out of this one. I don't know what I'm gonna pick out of this one. So you want to just like you know rock, like not rock paper rock paper scissors, but one two three one two three. Yeah. Okay. So uh, one two, two three, three Chicago, ah, Washington. <laughs> oh, look at you splitting already. Yeah, I'm picking Washington this one. When you said it was Chicago, I went Washaco. And I was Washaco. like, what the fuck did I just say? He didn't say what I thought he was going to say. <laughs> okay. Um, But then you go down uh, looking at the rest of the schedule on the Sunday. You've got the one o'clock game, San Francisco at Atlanta, uh, New England at Cleveland, the New York Jets at Green Bay. Which is our pick'em. Which is our pick'em. So let's discuss that. Um, New York going at Green Bay. We we talked about this earlier uh, before the podcast started. Uh, this is a game that kind of sets the tone for both teams. Um, New York is on a hot streak right now, looking really good. Green Bay not looking like the team that they have in previous years. Uh, coming back from London. Coming back from London. Um, you know... You lose to the Jets after their reputation and your Green Bay Aaron Rodgers with your reputation, you know, this being a young team. What do you think that does for uh, an Aaron Rodgers? What do you think that does for the Green Bay Packers this year? He's washed up. He didn't have his favorite uh, target anymore since Devontae left. They're not focusing on the run game anymore. They're just mainly passing. And I don't think they need to do that with an or an old quarterback like him that I think it's washed up. If you can't game game manage a game like this of like your age of what 35, 36, I think he is. Mm-hmm. He's old. It's whatever. Come on. Just if you can't do a game manage with less players and going into a new scheme, then I'm sorry. Leave. Retire. Go to the Patriots like you wanted to go. 
you know. And the Jets me, are just crazy. I'm sorry. To me, if they lose this game, it means a lot of things. It means that Green Bay is not as good as what they used to be. It means New York is a team that's got a lot of fire in them. Uh, I do like knowing that Zach Wilson is back at quarterback and seeing them play with him, how different the offense is, how Brees Hall, being a rookie, has kind of taken the load on his shoulders of being able to be a playmaker for them. Uh, but I do expect to see them go a little bit more through the air to Garrett Wilson and to uh, um, Elijah Moore a little bit more. Uh, but Green Bay, just it's even not even just on offense, it's also on defense. I mean, they couldn't stop Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones. Yeah. So... It's going to be a good game either way, and it's like I said, it's going to set the tone for both teams the rest of the year, I think. This is their tone setters. Okay. Um, makes sense. Right. So do you want a one, two, three this one? Let's do it. All, All right, right. Ready? So, yep. One, two, three. Jets. What? What? Jets. I'm saying their names. I'm not I'm not doing Green Bay this and that because that's just stupid because uh, that confuses me because when I say like – Jets, you'll say New York. Now throw me the fuck off, okay? Okay, just say the damn team. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I'll do it. Because if you say Los Angeles and you say that, or well, I mean, I would do Rams or I would do Chargers for them okay, because yeah. there's two teams. Well, who cares? Do it to all of them right now at this point. All right. So well, M I N. There's only one Green Bay and there's two New York, so I probably would have said Jets if I was going to do that. But anyway. <laughs> I'll slap you with this mic. So you pick the the Jets. I pick Green Bay. That's interesting. I think uh, this. I'm putting, I'm I think the difference you. maker in this one is Lambeau Field. Really, you think the difference I on think that? That's the difference maker is Lambeau Field. Uh, no. I think if Jets were home, maybe a different story. But Aaron Rodgers back home, Packer Nation. Let's see how it is. Um. Then after that New York Green Bay game, the rest of the one o'clocks, so we got Jacksonville, Indianapolis, Minnesota at Miami. Uh, Cincinnati at New Orleans, Baltimore Ravens at the New York Giants. Is that a pick'em? Which one and is a pick'em? Tampa Bay at Pittsburgh. No, we don't have that because we have, like I said, your game and my game. Oh, okay, okay. that makes sense. Damn, um, I'm gonna choose New York game over my Seattle game. To be honest with you. Well, you know, I, I do like this Seattle Arizona game because this right here also kind of tells where you're at, buddy. Yeah, what the, I don't give a fuck. I mean, this is going to be two uh, teams that are both two and three right now on the season. You've got Geno Smith, highest passer rating in the league right now, going up against Arizona. You saw what Arizona just went up against with Philadelphia. I think Geno Smith can do a little bit better because he's not going to be running the ball as a quarterback. You're going to end up seeing Kenneth Walker doing that. Okay, okay, all right, continue on your list here. Okay. Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Anyway. Sorry, question to you. But that, that's the 1 o'clock games uh, for this week. Uh, you do have some bye weeks this week. We'll talk about those later. But getting into the 4 o'clock games, the one that is an absolute garbage game that Rams should win, it's Carolina at Los Angeles Rams. Uh, then you got the game that's a pick em, uh, Arizona at Seattle. That's a really good game, I think. Uh and it's your game this week, so let's go ahead and uh, talk about that a little bit. I already spoke my piece. What do you think about it? It's so hard to tell. It's so hard to and tell. That's what's great about because, it. Because, like, you got Arizona the good have good defensive ends. 
can Geno Smith handle that pressure? And I said this every time he every time he loses a game, and guess what? How he loses by him having the ball and trying to get that one touchdown. Mm-hmm. He cannot do it. He cannot finish a game. Okay. So, for having that much pressure on him all the time, be a problem. Defense on Seattle facing the Lamar uh, Murray. Uh, him running around like a little fucking toddler. I fucking hate the way he runs. He's oh, probably, I do too. I hate it. Like I just want to smack the shit I think out Murray's of him. Murray's overrated. He's been overrated since he was in college. Oh yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Um, I just it's gonna be a high scoring game for Seattle. They already got that practice now, and now it's, since they know how to game manage perfectly, let's not go so deep with this time. Let's go safe this time. Let's just go back. Let's go back one. You didn't. You didn't do anything bad, you know. But let's go back one since it's Arizona. So I will. Yeah. Let's let's, let's figure here. So this is Arizona at Seattle. Yep. So you want to do one, two, three? Yes. All right. Ready? One, two, three. Hawks. Seahawks. Okay. You didn't say Seahawks. I said Hawks. Hawks. I don't care. Not the Atlanta Hawks. I, don't, I know you're gonna say shit if I say it that way. All right. Go and see Go Hawks. Let's um, fly. And then our last four o'clock game will be Buffalo at Kansas City. This is going to be honestly my game of the week. Uh, I know we've got Dallas and Philadelphia as a Sunday night game, but my game of the week is Buffalo at Kansas City because this is going to tell me who is the top of the AFC. They only play once a year against each other right now um, because they are the powerhouses. It's kind of like how. New England and Indianapolis would play when Tom and Peyton were playing uh, against each other. So this is a, a really good game. This is at Kansas City. Uh, Buffalo's looked really strong coming out, playing red hot out of the gate most games. Uh, Kansas City as a team that's been coming back the last couple games to win theirs. Uh, Josh Allen, is he going to be able to handle playing in the Kansas City environment? I don't know. It's a little bit tougher of a crowd to go against uh, than than what he went up against in Pittsburgh or against uh, not Pittsburgh, but uh, Miami. Yeah, but they that was that game. But Miami was the best team that they played, and they did lose against them. So this will show me if they can beat good teams as well. Let's see that. That makes sense. That makes sense. I agree with you. I agree with you. That's not a big one. Okay, and then uh, we got your game. Yeah, we got my game, but we'll, we'll, we'll go ahead and do the pick 'em on the Buffalo Kansas City. Oh, we City do games. have a pick 'em for the Buffalo yeah. game. Okay, sorry. I didn't know. I didn't see. Yeah, no, no, we're good. All we're right. good. So, um, uh, so, what do you think, Cheese? Oh, it's a battle of the quarterbacks. Simple as that. Sorry. Battle of the quarterbacks. Okay. You got, you know, Josh Allen with Diggs. You got Patrick Mahomes with Kelsey. You're going to see them. This is going to be a 30 well, 30 game. Like, it's just straight up. A high oh, it's going to be a high scoring game. It might be Kansas City versus the Los Angeles Rams. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, when the Rams had golf and they were that good. Yeah, oh, my God. They weren't that good. This had good game. one good game. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Um, and Patrick Mahomes still won the Super Bowl. But, you know, if it's a defensive game or offensive game when the quarterbacks, what do you think their defenses are going to look like? Uh, who, who's the t- team that's going to have a defense that's more prepared? You know, Buffalo still got Bob Miller and Jordan uh, Foyer. It's so it's going to be. It's I don't think they're going to be really good at all. You don't think either defense is going to step up? No, it's going to be the same. You're going to see Von Miller being there more often. You're going to hear his name more often, and then for KC, you're going to hear just you know Chris Jones. 
I will say it won't be much of the rush. It'll be more of the picks. Think so? Think they're gonna have some picks. They're gonna have a little bit bad drops or just you know bad you know swats. They're gonna swat a lot of balls. You're gonna see a lot of uh, incomplete passes for both quarterbacks. But then again, it's it's it's. You know, Mahomes, so so you can get out anything. Quarterbacks, we just said that Mahomes was the, the best quarterback in the league. Yeah. So does that give them the automatic win, you think? Ah, going to another person that's just like him in every round, all around. Well, is Josh Allen the best quarterback or is Patrick Mahomes? We'll find out after this game. You think after this game settles it? I think so. If it's going to be a high-scoring okay. game. If Even it's though Mahomes a... has an MVP and a Super Bowl? Yeah, but this might be Buffalo's year. Now. Yeah, I've been hearing that for five years, but you know it's been good. Hearing that since '92. Yeah, but you know, oh well, no, '91 for them, I believe it was. Yeah, but you know, giant. You know, they want the, they want the Bills to have that. You know, Josh Allen, because ever since he's been with them, perfect every round. Um, you ready? Oh, I'm ready. All right, so uh, one, two, three, Bills. What'd you say? What'd you Chiefs. Say? What was it? I said. You about to say Kansas City. I did say Kansas City. I, I, I was gonna you say did. KC because I'm so used to saying KC for Kansas City. But we City. split on this one as well. This is a big one. Or wait. Yeah. What the fuck, bro? I I switched it back over. Okay. Um, and then uh, going into the Sunday night game, Dallas at Philadelphia, the last undefeated team. Philadelphia hosting the four and one Dallas Cowboys. Uh, all the talk on this one is, you know, the big offense for Philadelphia going up against the big defense for Dallas. Uh, I do like Dallas's chances in this game. If there's a game that they lose, it will be this one uh, with Cooper Rush going into what could possibly be one of the most hostile environments in uh, Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia because you know how the Philly fans are. Hell, they threw snowballs at Santa Claus one time. Um, <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about that. Um, so it's gonna be a really good game, I believe. Don't expect it to be very high scoring. Dallas has held the uh, teams to one touchdown, uh, only one touchdown per game. Um, every game so far this season, they did lose to Tampa Bay, but I think Tampa Bay is a little bit different of a team going up against the Cowboys with the way the Cowboys had schemed that game. Their defense still did good, but their offense wasn't able to keep the defense off the field with the turnovers and everything going on. Um, so it's going to be it's going to be cool to uh, to see what all goes down uh, in that game. What do you think, Cheese? I agree with you on every point. I'm letting you fight this game here. This is your game. I mean... This is it's actually it's a battle of the rival right here. You got you got undefeated Philadelphia. You got Dallas, the number one defense right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to. You're going to see Cooper Rush fail a couple times because that defense of the Eagles is pretty tough. The defense is pretty tough. They have a really good uh, defensive line, just like the Cowboys do. Uh, mm-hmm. Not as dynamic in certain areas, but their defensive tackles are pretty good. Yeah. Um, I think the secondary is pretty good too. So. We'll have to see uh, see how well both teams play against each other. You're talking shit to Tony right now? No, I'm not talking shit. I don't need to talk shit. Why do I talk shit? Because it's his team. So? 
I might lose. I don't want to lose after talking shit. I What's talk the shit fun after in that? I talk shit after winning. F- fuck that. I talk shit before and then when I then when afterwards, okay. You talk shit afterwards, it's fine. I talk shit to you the whole week. I got my chance either way. Fuck <laughs> off. I ain't done that. Um, but you know what I'm definitely doing? She's, who are you picking in this Dallas-Philadelphia game? You and me got a lot of differences this week. I'm gonna roll with you. You wanna take the safe bet on this one, the undefeated team? Yeah, I'm gonna say Philadelphia. All right, I don't blame you on this one. Um, I was thinking that if you do, I might end up surpassing you with just that pick this week. Yeah, I know. Um, you and me are definitely gonna pick the same thing for Monday night because Monday night you got the Chargers facing Denver. Yeah, in we California. probably aren't gonna pick the same thing for this one. So, uh, thinking about it. yeah, so we're gonna just you know say it. We're tired of Denver being on primetime. Oh, wait. I forgot to talk our picks. I thought you were just... Okay. Oh, you're good. <laughs> I'm tired no, you of said we're just tired. Of, just going to go ahead and say it. Oh, we're going to say that Denver needs to be on primetime. Yeah, because three prior, two primetime games in a row with this team failed. The openings game. Seattle beat them. Yeah. And then you had the... Thursday game, night game. Thursday night. You had this game. I believe there's another game. I think there's four. What a waste. I think there was four. What a waste. So I'm we're gonna say the Chargers is gonna win this game. Yeah, Chargers for because sure. because like you know the defense for Seattle, uh, for Denver can't do shit. I trust and... the Chargers more than I trust Denver, and the Chargers don't even have Keenan Allen playing mm-hmm. half the fucking time. Yep, there's a goddamn truth right there, bud. Um, so we both uh, we both had a few different picks that we didn't good see uh. Being the same. So, Washington and Chicago we split. New York Jets and Green Bay we split. And uh, Buffalo and Kansas City we split. But we both think Seattle's going to win against Arizona. We both say that Philadelphia is going to win against Dallas. And both definitely believe that the Chargers are going to beat Denver. Um, And then you've also got the bye weeks, which are the Detroit Lions, the um, Tennessee Titans, Las Vegas Raiders, and the Houston Texans. So... Well, First five weeks this week oh, it's going to be interesting. Let me, see, let me see. Listen, since I fucking closed down the window. All right, so the team that really needs like that bye week, I would say would probably be Detroit. I'm going to say Detroit after that fucking blown out with the Patriots. I would say Vegas after Devonte Adams ended up getting in trouble. Well, he's going to be still suspended off of a game. Ah, uh, we'll see. He will. We'll see. The Titans, I, I do like that they do have a bye week. It kind of gets them a little bit healthier and figuring out what they're going to do well, you got, uh, with Derrick Henry. But... I like it with Lions because guess what he comes back after the bye week? Swift. Yeah, that is a that is a good point for the Lions. And they Swift get their... will be a very big uh, boost for their offense. Even though Jamal Williams did a really good job. Mm-hmm. Did a good job. Um, so me and Darth over here talked about this before the podcast. Got my really peak about it. We we did mention it during the when we uh, during the Seattle game. Was if the season over was over right now, what would the 2023 NFL draft order be? And my God, there's some fucking shit. Okay, there's some weird shit. We got for uh, we had some fucking teams trading their picks to other players, and now you see something like. For example, Seattle. Seattle's got the 10th and 11th, and 11th is Denver's pick. And if Denver ends up being, you know, bullshit, 
we can get a higher pick. Mm-hmm. And then you also have Houston's mm-hmm. pick with Cleveland. Philadelphia's pick, if they go all the way and win the Super Bowl and still have a top top ten pick in the first round in the first round. Yep. It's crazy how you can look at that. Yep. Houston and, has two picks in the top ten. That's crazy. Yep. And then you have uh Detroit's got two of them so far. Yeah, it's got two of them. And then you have Miami. Miami's got a 19 from San Francisco. But Miami also has their 23rd pick forfeited. Yep. They have San Francisco's pick, but they don't have their pick in uh, this year's draft after everything that had happened with uh, Brian. Brian uh, Dayball and uh, Brian Flores. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, it's pretty fucking crazy. I mean, if you look at it, it's really pretty, pretty insane. Yeah, it's... Uh... It's interesting to see how things are right now, especially after you see uh, some of the separation between teams. You got a lot of teams that are still three and two, two and three, uh, right in that middle area. But those are the teams that are going to start filling out the the bottom and top rank uh, halves of the um, draft orders here pretty soon. Because yep. some of them are are good teams that have won some games, but have lost some that they shouldn't have, and some are bad teams that have won a couple of games they shouldn't have. True. Um. So are you ready for this? Yeah, let's get ready for this. This is uh, going into MLB uh, postseason right now. Yep. And so far, we're going to tell you the American League Division Series and the Best Out of Five Series. You have the Yankees facing the Cleveland Guardians. Yep. Yankees are beating them the first game 4-1. to That's crazy. Yep. Lead the series 1-0 right now. Uh, Next game will be at New York Thursday. And you think that the Yankees will win that one. It's a Best of Five Series. Uh, so all they need to get is two wins against this Cleveland Guardians team. Yeah, they do best of five in this round. But if they win three, series is over. Yeah. So but game they... three would be at Cleveland. Yeah, so... Yeah, so... Best of five. They just got to win three games. You said two. You said two. They'll have two games after that one, their second game. Their second game at New York. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Whatever. Whatever. And then they I just believe. gotta they just gotta win one out of their next three games. Okay. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. That makes sense. All right. So now you got Houston uh, Astros facing the Seattle fucking. I always say this wrong. Mariners. Well, I, I always want to say Miners, but like they're Mariners. Like the that's Mariners is weird. But Astros won eight seven. That was a very close game in the game one. Mm-hmm. Uh, now they and they they have game two at Astros. So. Yeah, Seattle's the the Cinderella right now. Haven't been in the postseason in a long time. A lot of people around the nation are cheering for them against Houston, which is uh, still known for their cheating scandal from a few postseasons ago, and also for uh, this year being the team that's got the, one of the best records in baseball. Um, so a lot of people don't really like Houston right now. But, yeah, that was a close game, 8-7. Yep. Mariners on hot streak. The little Braves here going to the national uh... – a league division here. You have the Braves face the Philadelphia uh, Phillies, and mm-hmm. they lost the first yep. game, seven to six. Yeah, lost the first game. The Phillies coming in hot right now after uh, their wild card series. Uh, Bryce Harper playing better than what he's had in a long time. Uh, trying to force the Phillies into the World Series. Hopefully, the Braves can get their shit together. Um, mm-hmm. They got their game uh, on rain delay. Actually, uh, 
today, so they will know what their record's going to be after this game. Yep, that is true. And then you got the uh, Los Angeles Dodgers, you know, facing the San Diego Padres. Yep, Dodgers lead that series 1-0 right now with a 5-3 win. Uh, Dodgers also one of the top teams in the MLB this year uh, right next to Houston. Padres, though, have a good team. So, I mean, it'll be fun. It's fun watching uh, MLB postseason because any team could win, you know? Yep. And then uh, nothing really happened in uh, the NBA, really. No, not much happened in the NBA. Yeah, not too much. Fucking no, getting ready to get that season started. So then now we go into your corner. Since my corner is going to be a little bit quiet today, I really just, you know. Yeah, he lost his week, so he don't want to talk too much about fantasy. Well, it's not much like I lost. Like, it was a really good game. Really good game between me and him. But it's just like... I failed last week with a lot of fucking a lot of people. I said that you should start. Uh, well, you know that just happens, man. We we look at our pickums right now. Yeah, but if people were to listen to our pickums and put money on them, they wouldn't. They'd barely be breaking even. It sucks. <laughs> it really does suck. So I'm just saying. All right, well, uh, we'll go ahead and get into the Darth side. The Darth side talks about college. <laughs> Um, we'll go ahead and get into our top 25, uh, and we're going to go with a surprise ranking right here. Uh, number 25 is James Madison University, um, a team that was an FCS team only a few years ago, had dominated uh, the FCS programs and, and won multiple national championships, finally became an FBS team, and only took them... A total of three years to crack the top 25 in football. So James Madison University, 5-0, first time being ranked as an FBS team. Uh, Illinois coming in at number 24, the 5-4 and record, or 5-1 record. Uh, they were non-ranked uh, last week. Uh, Texas ranked number 23 this week at 4-2. and two. They were non-ranked uh, last week, just demolished Oklahoma in the Big River shootout. Uh, the University of Kentucky lost to South Carolina last week, have dropped down now nine spots to rank number 22. Cincinnati Bearcats are up three with a win uh, last week, and they're on five and one. Um, they're the ranked 21st team. Uh, Utah with a, a loss last week drops down nine spots, uh, now four and two, ranked number 20. Kansas stayed in the same spot. They lost their game last week to TCU, but in all fairness, they did not have their starter quarterback for most of the game after he got hurt, but their uh, backup quarterback played a hell of a game, keeping them close in the game against TCU, but they lose but stay at the same spot as they were. Uh, Syracuse up four spots to number 18, 5-0 record. Kansas State up three spots at number 17 and a 5-1 record. Mississippi State up seven spots, 5-1 record uh, to number 16. NC State went down one uh, with their loss. Uh, to number 15, Wake Forest went up one uh, to number 14 at 5-1. and one. So ACC representing uh, really big so far in the top 25. Uh, TCU undefeated 5-0 and no, at number 13 up four spots. Uh, with a big win over Kansas. Oregon stayed the same at 5-1 and one in that number 12 spot. UCLA up seven. Big win for them. They are 6-0 and oh with the number 11 spot. And then coming into your top 10, uh, 
You got Penn State staying at number 10, Miss, Ole Miss staying at number 10, both undefeated. Uh, Penn State 5-0, and Ole Miss 6-0. and Oklahoma State went down one, and USC went down one. Both teams won their games, um, but went down because the University of Tennessee just absolutely put a dog whooping on LSU uh, last week, and they move up two spots. So Oklahoma State is at number eight, USC at number seven, and UT, University of Tennessee, at number six. Um, Michigan comes in at number five at six and zero, down one. Clemson with a big win uh, last week over uh, NC State. They're up one. Uh, both teams are at six and zero. Big shakeup right here. Alabama falls to number three after a close win against Texas A and M. Uh, they fall down to the third spot, so they <laughs> drop two places, which puts Ohio State at number two. And Georgia at number one again, um, which I kind of want to talk about this. And this is kind of how the AP ranks players, or not players, but teams. Uh, based off the schedule and, and who they have to play, like right now, Tennessee jumped up two spots while Alabama went down two spots. They played this weekend, number three versus number six. That's a lot better than saying a number one, a number two versus a number nine. A three versus a six is a lot closer. What that does, if Tennessee wins, that puts them possibly over Clemson or Michigan, which Michigan plays Penn State this weekend, so they could lose, um, but puts them in a position where they could jump them and take the third spot where Alabama is, just behind Ohio State and Georgia, who are shown to be you know, perennial powerhouses. But it also puts Alabama at a spot where they won a tough game last week. So, yeah, they drop down uh two spots but if they win this game against the number six what does that make what does that do that just puts them right back at number one so the ap does this a lot of times um and it also if tennessee was to lose to the third ranked team it's not going to send them down as far as if they lose to the one ranked team and if alabama loses to the number six team it's not going to make them fall as far as if they lost to the number nine team okay or number eight team, I'm sorry. So it's uh, it's how the AP does things. It's showing that Tennessee is still a contender because even if they lose to Alabama, they still have to play Georgia for the SEC East uh, title to where they can play in the SEC championship. And uh, if they do beat Alabama or lose to Alabama, regardless, Alabama looks like they're going to be the number one team in the West. And if they are... Uh, then Tennessee would have to play Alabama again later on in the SEC championship. Now, things could change with Ole Miss because Alabama has to play Ole Miss this season. So if Alabama loses to Tennessee and Ole Miss, then Tennessee would have to play uh, Ole Miss or Georgia would have to play Ole Miss. But it, it's, it makes everything exciting in these conferences. You know, even looking at uh, Penn State, Michigan, and Ohio State in the top uh, 10 in the Big Ten, um, Ohio State and Michigan have to play each other later on, but Michigan and Penn State are playing each other, you know, this coming up weekend. Michigan loses, you know, they have to win against Ohio State. Michigan wins, they don't have to win, but, you know, it's what they have to do for their rivalry, you know. Um, so it's a, it's a cool, uh, cool way to look at things um, inside the SEC. And, and, and the top 25 and how they do things and big 10 as well you know you don't want those teams to drop off because you still think they're you know top teams but you want them to 
you know, be around that top, you know, tier of teams to where they can play, you know, big six games or playoff games for a championship. So anyway, that's uh that's my little uh Darth side of uh the college football world. Now we're gonna get into Jesus Corner. So what's up, Cheese? What's going on fantasy? Well, while you did all that, I did some little research on some shit. Okay. From my team at least. So um people really don't want to hear about that. Um I'll tell you this right now. For the people that's having Russell Wilson as your quarterback, please drop the fuck out of him. Past four weeks, he's been useless. Do you know that from experience? He boomed one. Yes, I, yes, I learned that from experience, okay? He busted four times and boomed one time. That was it. It's not good for a good quarterback like that. But you know who else? Who knew who, who is on the waiver wire about, uh, what did it say, like 30, 73% of uh, leagues? Who? Geno Smith. I'm going to say Geno Smith's going to be good. So I started him myself. Because <laughs> well, I, mean, I got Geno Smith is a good start. Um, I mean, he's shown to be effective. He's got the highest passer rating. I've said that 500 times this episode. Um, but he's got the highest passer rating in the NFL right now. So I mean, it's not a bad decision because he's not going to make you know bad uh, choices with the football and get turnovers. Uh, and all he's done is boom so far. Yep. From what I can tell. Um. So I mean, yeah, that's a good pick for Geno Smith if you don't have Josh Allen. Exactly. But uh, for the replacements, this is the number one story since Penny's out. Um, about 47.5% uh, of rostered uh, ESPN leagues. Kenneth Walker III is still on the waiver wire. It's crazy. I know. That's why I picked him up. Yep. And then Mike, <laughs> Mike Bone is one of them. He's 26% for the Broncos. Um. I have I had Melvin Gordon. I still have Melvin Gordon, but it's an F on him. Mm-hmm. Even though he had a good yards, like he had what is it, finished off with eighty five total yards and ten touches ten touches, where Melvin Gordon did hundred and three with eighteen touches. Eight more to get fifteen more. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's it's weird. It's weird. But then you got Russell Wilson having is battling a tour right now. I hope it's a fucking brain because he's yeah, a fucking idiot. It's a torn labrum uh, in his uh, pectoral muscle. Yep. And then you got um, Najee Harris. He's out. So Jalen Warren. Warren? Saying his name right? Is that his name? Yeah. Jalen Warren. Okay. I was saying his name right. I want people to be like, what the What's fuck? What's this guy's name? <laughs> Eno Benjamin. There we go. Is it right? Eno? Eno! Eno! <laughs> uh, he's a running back for the Cardinals. So he's going to uh, It's just, it's weird for him because he's Sunday after, uh, on Sunday after James. Uh, God damn it. Connor, shit, with a rib and then Darrell Williams with a knee and then Jonathan Wad with a hamstr- uh, hamstring. It's just. Running backs are getting sniped. And sting at the Steelers. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're getting sniped. So good luck on Eno Benjamin. I don't think that's a good pick. I will just stay away from him. Okay. Um Yeah, that's just pretty much for injury wise. 
for most things. You know, you got you got Carson Wentz. He's on he's on forty seven percent of them. Yeah, <laughs> I, I wouldn't do that. And Geno Smith, uh, on my bad, it's not that much. It's thirty two percent. And then Justin Fields for Chicago, twenty seven percent. I don't believe that. I don't believe that at all. I don't. And then you got wide receivers, Michael Gallup, fifty one percent. That's a good pick. I would definitely, you know, pick him up if he's in your guys, uh, in guys' waiver wire. And then you have George Pickens, fifty percent for uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. I that's an F because that's an F because with Kenny Pickett, yeah, know. yeah, exactly with Kenny Pickett. I mean, he went up against a good Buffalo defense. Yeah, so. but that motherfucker was shoving his face in front of everybody in that game. I mean, he's got balls. He got balls to steal. He's showing Pittsburgh him. boy playing for those uh, black and gold colors. They want him to be a next Ben Rossenberg. They do. They they desperately do. They will ride with Kenny for a long time before oh they my. give up on him. Yep. And they got Isaiah McKinson, Buffalo, twenty six percent on the waiver wire. It's that's a good pickup, but there's so many different threats for Buffalo. Yeah, but then on top of it, when there's not my second person open, my third person open, guess what he always goes to? Is always his first mm-hmm. Diggs. Diggs is always his number one. He is, um, but he didn't have as many uh, points as what Gabe Davis had this. Last week, so I mean, it could go either way. Out of three receptions, I will say this. I will say this, and this is what you told me, and I would pick him up. Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. Yeah, he's an everything quarterback, everything person, man. Mm-hmm. If you even put it on your flex, he's everything. So like, but he's questionable this week. So like, it's so hard to really figure out if he's gonna play. And that's the problem with him too is that when he plays a really good big game, guess what happens next week? He doesn't play at all. He just just sits there and does his thing. So that's well, it's it's tough. Wait a minute. Pickups for well more pickups, I guess. Like I said, Geno Smith, Jimmy uh Garoppolo. Yeah. And then yeah, I saw that report right here. Is uh, M- uh Metcalf and Lockett fantasy locks for Gino? I think he is all day long. Yeah, there's nothing much different, really, you know. I think we kind of know who's uh, top guys, really, in most places. Um, I mean, getting into the bye weeks is going to be the fun part of, of doing this because, I mean, it's our first bye week, and, you know, you don't really have a lot of those big-name guys on the bye this week. You know, you've got Tennessee on bye, so what, Derrick Henry and a couple of the receivers. You've got Vegas, which, I mean – Adams really wasn't producing very much. Houston, who had anyone from Houston other than Damian Pierce, <laughs> Brandon Cooks maybe, um, and then uh, Detroit, you might have had a few players, but I mean, other than that, I mean, it, this would have been a week you should have played against uh, Steve because he wouldn't have been able to use him on Ross St. Brown. <laughs> oh. But yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be fun watching these bye weeks. Oh, dude, I'm looking at the bye weeks right now for, for the next, like, couple of weeks and see if I fuck myself for a minute. Because I haven't paid attention to the bye weeks when you pick up players. But I'm looking... I'm looking pretty snazzy. Oh, yeah, I'm looking... I'm looking pretty fucking snazzy right now. My most is three, and I already have it all covered. Do you? Yeah, which is fucking crazy. I'd love it. Fucking love it. Fuck everybody else. <laughs> I know. I'm gonna have to get a quarterback here soon. <laughs> really? 
I went instantly. I was like, yeah, I might as well do this because as long as I have coverage, it'll be fine. Um, Because if Geno Smith does good for the next couple of weeks more than Russell Wilson, I might drop Russell Wilson. Because after his bye week, after the Seattle's bye week, I'm probably just going to drop him. Man, I really want to drop Keenan Allen, but I don't. Drop him. Drop him. I'll, I'll steal him. I know you will. I know you, that's why you've been telling me to drop him. I'm like, no, nah, he'll pick him up in an instant. Oh, here we no, I don't think I'll be the only one. But um, that's pretty much it for today, this week's episode. You know, we talked about the NFL crazy week, and then we talked about the uh, MLB baseball playoffs, and then uh, talked about your college. And uh, if you told everybody that, you know, we're going to be at that UT game tailgating, and oh, uh, it's going to be good. It's going to be massive. They take down the goalpost, man. I'm telling you. Shit's going to go down. And we got to have a victory cigar. I'm telling you. You got to. I'll have one with you. I didn't argue yeah. with you. Okay. Just, you know, I'm. I, I, and we got to sing. You and me are going yeah, tailgating. You're going to be singing, bro. You and me are tailgating. And last time I tailgate was a Packer game. Mm-hmm. That was last. And that was the best. I still love Packer tailgating because they're the, just the biggest for me but i'm excited to see what tennessee can bring i want to see we want to see what's up okay if there's any like games or anything you better join me on the partnership okay for free beer okay yeah okay hacky zack and hell yeah fucking wizard cornhole yeah we'll do that too i'm a master cornhole (laughs) okay i'll tell you that right now we're gonna have fun okay so uh I'm excited. I'm I am very too, excited. Man. I am too. Of course, you're excited. You're a Tennessee fan. Oh, dude. Going five and all against Bama. Alabama. Dude. <laughs> Bama. Alabama. Oh, yeah. God. I can't wait. It's going to be a good game. I'll be able to control myself, bro. Well, that's what you got me for, right? <laughs> so, uh, other than that, you guys take care. Have a wonderful evening, morning, good afternoon. Thank you for listening to us. Um, and uh, make sure you check us out on YouTube and uh, check out my uh, Twitch Sir Cheese 2013. And, uh, yeah, check out the swear jar also from Jazz. You know, he's uh, doing good over there every week. But, um, yeah, I can't wait to see you next week, bud. I can't wait to see you, bro. All right, man. I'm going to kick your ass in these picks. We'll see about that. But, all right, stay cheesy, my friends. See you guys.